Remember the old story, you could always tell the tourists by the people who were looking up when they were walking around the city of, well, any city, but in particular, New York. And, you know, I worked in New York for quite a while and it becomes a thing, right? I mean, you know, the people that don't work there or live there because they're the people that are walking on the sidewalk and they're looking up at all the buildings and they're, you know, making a big deal about it. So I read this story about this 29-year-old lady in San Diego. It's a horrible story, but it's fascinating to me how it could happen. So there's a 29-year-old lady who's out on her third date with, you know, uh, some guy that she's been dating a couple of times and they're out on their third date and they went to this, the story talks about they went to this basic bar and pizza in downtown San Diego and, you know, they didn't stay long and they just decided to go for a little walk and they left the bar just walking down the street and talking. So the story talks, gives it the timeline. They've got video of them. You know, the, they left after 7.30 and they walked east on J Street and they crossed over to 400 block of 10th Avenue. And then they uh, took a few more steps and they strolled down the sidewalk beneath a parking structure. Well, unbeknownst to them, because they weren't looking up, there was a guy up on the ninth floor of this parking garage who was going to jump and you know he wanted to kill himself he wanted to commit suicide and he jumps well he lands on her and so that i mean she was dead right away they end up taking this guy to the on the way to the hospital and he ended up either dying you know on the uh on the way to the hospital or you know if they're transporting you to the hospital they usually say that you uh died at the hospital you never most of the time i don't think you die in the ambulance paramedics don't allow that to happen but anyway so he so they both died but he was actually taken to the hospital uh because he landed on her now the date that she was out on he's fine that is an incredible way to i mean that's the start of a new tv show for you the opening scene of a tv show right uh, <laughs> there's been plenty of shows and movies where the opening scene is someone jumping uh or falling to their death but i don't know i i don't remember off the top of my head Ooh, that's a bad analogy off the top of my head i don't remember off the top of my head someone jumping onto someone else uh just amazing and the tv show would probably be that the person trying to commit suicide would then walk away right uh and the person that you jumped on would pass away anyway it's sad i know (laughs) hey happy friday welcome to chewing the fat i know it's fat pile friday but it could be death pile Friday today as I was looking through the stories to bring you today so I'm going to start out with some stories and then we'll try to find some good news stories uh, throughout the day as we go so we had the uh, people being crushed in Israel horrible story there's a celebration that takes place every year at the foot of Mount Meron Meron. Uh, the Lag Omar celebration who doesn't I mean you party there I mean hundreds of thousands of people show up at this festival and tens of thousands attended uh, the all-night festival uh, this year which makes it the largest event in Israel since the coronavirus pandemic and uh, because Israel is starting to open back up because they've had such a successful vaccination program and so a lot of their restrictions have been lifted which we have which we have talked about it now 44 at the time of this report 44 people lost their lives and a hundred and a couple hundred maybe people were hurt and injured and when you hear the story of them being crushed you you think of you know you think of the stories of how people were trying to get out of the place and being stuffed up against the you know fences and stuff like that well what happened was is a huge there was a stairway that they were all going down this small stairway and uh they were trying to go through this narrow passageway and someone fell and then that was just a chain reaction and then they just started trampling each other and then 
others posted a video of people struggling to get through this passageway as they were trying to get out because the crowds were told to disperse. But the original accident was from the stairwell because someone fell and then it was chain reaction of this huge chaotic scene of people falling and crushing each other down this stairwell. I mean, just amazing. Uh, and you know, I, the aftermath and the uh, chaos that had to be going on at this place was and had to be unbelievable. So very sad. And, you know, they definitely, uh, those people need our prayers. Now, I do have a question. Uh, one particular question that, well, it is about death, but it isn't about death. All right, we'll just say it's about death. Why? How, what, who, what, where, how, why, how is it possible that we do not have a travel ban from India and to India right now in the United States? It is unbelievable to me that we do not have a travel ban. Now we have travel bans in place for the European Union, the United Kingdom, Ireland, Brazil, South Africa. All of those bans were put into place under Trump, which is amazing that they're still going on. South Africa travel ban was put in place shortly after this administration, Joe Biden, took office while cases were surging in that country. Now, uh, how come we're not seeing a travel ban placed on India? I mean, India is on fire. It's There's a level four travel advisory. It's the highest of its kind issued by a state department. U.S. citizens were told not to travel to India or to leave as soon as it is safe to do so. There still are 14 direct daily flights between India and the U.S. and other services that connect through Europe. That is incredible to me how that is still going on. It's just, I, you know, I know, I know. I usually, I don't, I don't talk about it too much. Uh, you know, when I get into some COVID-19 stories, we talk a little bit about the travel bans and what's happening. But India, that, uh, you know, double or triple or quadruple strain that's going on in India and the big wave that is happening there, it is unbelievable to me that we are allowing flights into this country from that country today. Uh, that should be a no. How about, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, JFK, this is a flight. This is India air. We'd like to land. Uh, uh, no turn around. I mean, it's amazing that we're still allowing that to happen. So, I mean, it's almost as if one would think one would, one would think that it's possible that some, some people out there <laughs> that don't have maps, <laughs> Uh, would feel like they want the crisis to still go on here in the United States of America. One would think that. Not me, though. Okay, so good news. Uh, Lady Gaga, her dog criminals have been arrested. I know. So there's five people involved and have been uh, charged in this case. Three of them charged with one count each of attempted murder, or they shot the dog walker, conspiracy to commit robbery and second degree robbery and firearm charges. Two of them were charged with one count of accessory after the fact. And one of those uh, accessories after the fact was this Jennifer McBride, who was the one who was trying to collect the $500,000 reward. So they were arrested as, uh, you know, from LA County and they say that, uh, hey, we got them. And it was, they originally thought that it was, uh, you know, some kind of gang initiation. But they came to the conclusion that it was just guys who wanted to steal the dogs for money. And then they realized, uh, ooh, hey, this, uh, there's a lot of publicity around this case. We didn't realize that this guy was walking the dogs of Lady Gaga. So they decided to, you know, just bail on the dogs and we might as well try to get the cash reward. She's offering 500,000. 
So, you know, that's why they were reported that she got her dogs back unharmed. They were tied up in an alley when the woman called the number Gaga had posted, right? Now, the police were, you know, questioning this lady from the jump. They didn't really realize, uh, they didn't think she was right. And so they told Gaga not to pay her, which she did. They said, if it works out that she's not part of it, you know, then you can you know, obviously give her the money, but, uh, she was, she was part of it. So she got her dogs back. Uh, the dog walker is alive, right? It was, uh, he's apparently he's recovered. He's re- or he's recovering from the shooting and, uh, all is good because we've arrested the criminals and charged them. So yay. Yay. And Gaga gets to keep her 500 grand. So life is good right right now if you've got some extra money laying around like lady gaga does now and you've been stuck inside and we're coming into uh you know springtime heck we're darn near into summertime now uh it's time to uh you know upgrade a few things around the house and one of the things that you can do is plant some trees and some shrubbery around the house that make things outside look so much better And one of the places that you need to go is fastgrowingtrees.com. You can skip the big box stores and head to fastgrowingtrees.com. It's the world's largest online nursery. No more waiting in lines, messy cars, digging through a selection that may or may not work. Fastgrowingtrees.com has thousands of varieties of trees, shrubs, and plants. And they're going to thrive in your area because you're picking the ones that they know are going to thrive in your area. Go to FastGrowingTrees.com. In fact, if you go to FastGrowingTrees right now through June 30th, I'm going to get you 15% off by using Jeffy. FastGrowingTrees.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y. Going to get you 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com slash Jeffy. Look, there's a better way to buy trees, shrubs, and plants for your home and yard than going to some big box store and looking at what they have and saying, well, that's all they have. Let's pick one of those. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com and you know, you'll find out where you, you know, you know where you live. <laughs> that's how that works. You know where you live. And the website will show you what grows great in your area and what and then you're able to see what it looks like and you could say wow that that looks great and it grows great where i live i'm going to get that i know i know so on behalf of fast growing trees i'll just say it right now you're welcome plus there's a 30 day alive and thrive guarantee which means your plants will arrive happy healthy and ready for planting join over 1 million satisfied gardeners at fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy before june 30th and get 15 percent off 15 percent off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy so german authorities were called because a jogger was out uh, jogging I know, doing what joggers do. So he's out jogging in the Bavarian forest that's, uh, you know, on the borders of Germany, Austria, and the Czech Republic. Beautiful place to jog. I mean, if I was going to jog, that would be where I'd want to jog. So the jogger sees a bag, just a little bag. And I guess he was, you know, nosy jogger, goes over to the bag, and then I wonder what's in the bag. And uh, he opens the bag up, and it's a grenade. So he calls the police and they bring in the bomb squad and they have, you know, they think that there's a hand grenade in a bag out in the woods. Now, uh, apparently, uh, it's still a regular occurrence in Germany, uh, to find hidden munitions. Uh, I mean, it's only been, I don't know what, 70, 80 years since world war two. So anyway, uh, so they, you know, bring out the bomb squad and the bomb squad, uh, arrives and they inspect the bag and they were like, uh, yeah, no, this is not a real grenade. Uh, it's just a rubber grenade. Really? It's just a rubber grenade. Yeah. There's also, uh, in the bag, uh, I guess the jogger didn't see the, uh, condoms and lubricant in the bag. And, uh, the police were like, yeah, it's a, it's a sex toy. (laughs) 
<laughs> so uh, the police are like, yeah, we looked it up online. It's real. There's hand grenades for sex toys. Oh, okay. So the next time that you think you've found uh, something as a nosy jogger, maybe you keep going. Or I guess we should say, hey, thanks. If it was a real grenade, we really appreciate you finding it for us out in the Bavarian forest. I wouldn't want a grenade to go off and accidentally, you know, chip a tree in the middle of the Bavarian forest. But, uh, you know, thanks for looking in the bag and not realizing that, uh, oh, there's a grenade in the bag along with condoms and lubricant. I'm scared. I'm going to call the police. Ridiculous. How come we don't have the Q-A-F-E emblem on our Chewing the Fat logo? I want it. It comes from the Queen, Her Majesty the Queen, the Queen's Award for Enterprise, Q-A-F-E. So, speaking of uh, sex toys, uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, gave her uh, Queen's Award for Enterprise for continuous outstanding growth after their overseas sales skyrocketed from 16 million to nearly 80 million since 2015 the purveyor of sex toys love honey received the award i mean congratulations to love honey i'm sure they have a plethora of products that are great but I don't know if they have grenade vibrators, but it's possible. It's possible you could pick that up on Love Honey. I mean, they've got everything else. I mean, if you go to Love Honey, the sexual happiness people website, uh, bestsellers, sex toys, sexy lingerie, lubes and better sex, bondage, offers, 20% discount. I mean, that's a United Kingdom business. Uh, you know, the homepage right now has Love Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so don't start with me but i see no grenades i see no grenades Ooh, i like that bro i gotta stop perusing through this website anyway congratulations to love honey as uh, now they're able to uh, do business with the q a f e emblem in advertising and marketing and on packaging for five years that's I mean it's a five year deal so you gotta go I guess you go have to go bend the knee again to the queen after five years saying uh, yo uh, queen uh, we need to go ahead and have the old queen's award for enterprise uh, for continuous outstanding growth well I mean after five years you hope that your growth is uh, I mean you want continuous outstanding growth if you're in the love honey business don't you. <laughs> Oh, look at me. It's just a bad joke. Stop it. Congratulations to Love Honey. And uh, I want the I want the Quaif emblem of approval seal on chewing the fat. Damn it. That has to happen. That has to happen. Well, as long as we're, you know, in the sex world, we might as well talk about the sanctum opening back up in nyc yes snctm sanctum returns may 15th of 2021 and uh, people are going to be uh, excited to come to nyc's elite sex club sanctum as it uh, as it reopens after the coronavirus lockdown exclusive erotic experiences promising a sensuous reunion for our most esteemed pleasure seekers so it's only the tickets for May 15th are from $500 to 8000 And tickets are extremely limited. Are they? Are they? <laughs> yeah, they're extremely limited. So get your orders in, okay? Get them in. And they're going to try to create a dynamic balance for the event. Yeah. How much did you pay? 500 bucks. You're over there. Okay, this is the $8,000 table. <laughs> we're over here in this room, okay? Sanctum. We're in the capital letter SNCTM rooms. You're back there in the small case letters, okay? But uh, be ready for the great party and show that we're going to have at Sanctum. 
starting on May 15th. And if we're talking, we're, I mean, we're, we're in the neighborhood, so we might as well talk about uh, the Pornhub guy's house burning down, who they think is arson. They're not sure. But he posted, he's got it up for sale, actually, which also leaves everything in question. And he's only... Uh, He's only selling it for, uh, you know, $19,800,000. But uh, he's the CEO of MindGeek, that, and that's the company that owns Pornhub. He posted, uh, the residence was under construction. I'm grateful that my family and I and our neighbors are safe. Out of respect for the ongoing police investigation, I will not be commenting further. So they got a call saying, uh, hey, two people are seen trespassing on this property. It's in Montreal. And so the Montreal police uh, show up. 80 firefighters were called to fight the blaze. And neighbors were told to evacuate their homes. Just amazing. So the house is on 61,000 square feet of land. Three levels. It's a beautiful home. It's a three-level home with a double-height entry hall and art gallery leading to an expansive living room, garden, pool views, an aquarium lounge is situated to the right of the living area with a gourmet chef's kitchen on the left. The upper floor of the residence consists of three children's bedrooms as well as a guest bedroom, all with walk-in closets and suite bathrooms. On the opposite side of the home is the master suite, which boasts large his and her walk-ins, a sumptuous bathroom with a soaking tub made from a single piece of marble, and a parent's den. The lowest level is reserved for entertainment. Amenities includes a billiards lounge, a family room, a gym, a home theater, and a spa. Two additional nanny guest quarters are located on the floor as well. On the side of the house by the 60 by 100 foot multi-sport complex, possibly used for basketball, volleyball, and badminton, it's also designed to double as a ballroom. Elevator access to all three floors completes the ground floor. Oh, yes, it's just beautiful. Now, I will say this, that it's a nice joint, but uh, if you're trying to sell it, and times have been a little tough over at Pornhub these days, uh, we've talked about that as well. So, is it possible that, uh, you know, he hired somebody to come by and drop a cigarette butt inside the house? <laughs> yes. Uh, we're changing the website now to call Burn Hub. It is now Burn Hub. No, it's still under investigation. There's no, this is just allegedly, and I'm just throwing it out there. There's no, there's no proof of any of that, but be waiting for the name change soon. All right, let's go to the break room, get something cold to drink because I'm a little hot from Burn Hub. <laughs> so so good did you see you know the story with adam sandler is driving me insane so it talks about how adam sandler the oblivious ihop worker turns away adam sandler in a viral tiktok video okay so adam sandler shows up at ihop the international house of pancakes and the employee says, uh, yeah, there's going to be like a 30-minute wait. So Adam doesn't want to wait for 30 minutes. I don't blame him. No one does when they go to IHOP, Adam. But those of us that aren't Adam Sandler have to wait. Well, he decides, you know, he doesn't want to wait, and he leaves. So then he posted his TikTok video, and, you know, I don't know, there was, you know, not realizing it's Adam Sandler and telling him it's a 30-minute wait. She's had clown face memes, and she posted a thing saying, please come back. And, you know, the thing is, is that Adam, it's not that big a deal. Adam was like, no, nah, I'm not going to wait for 30 minutes. We're out of here. And she didn't recognize him. So, I mean, am I to think that if he says, hey, I'm Adam Sandler, or she recognized that he's adam sandler he gets in because if i'm in line at the ihop if i've been waiting for 20 minutes to get my table at ihop and adam sandler walks in and the 
front waitress person says, hey, uh, he's Adam Sandler. We're going to get him to the table right now. I would say, uh, no, uh, Adam, you can get to the back of the line, bruh. <laughs> um, I'm waiting here too. So I'm getting my pancakes first or we're going to be, whether those are going to be a fight, but that's not what happened. Adam just said, I'm going to wait the 30 minutes and he left. So that's the story. So stupid. <laughs> anyway, uh, it does make sense though, man. It, how bad does it stink when you really want to go to a restaurant like that? And there's a, you know, there's a wait, man. I do not like that Sam I am. I know that comes as a surprise that I don't want to wait to get into a restaurant to eat, but I don't. And I'm guessing you don't either. That's why they have the little light that they give you at the restaurant so that they, you know, you stand around outside drinking your soda or your beer or whatever you're drinking, your cocktail, your adult beverage, and you wait for the little to go off so you get in there and get your table. <laughs> I don't think IHOP gives you the but they just have you know the waitress Fisher party of four man I used to hate I, I haven't been uh, you know out restauranting like that in quite some time but man do I hate having to wait for Hey, just a reminder, if you're listening to this show right now and you are not a subscriber to this show, what are you doing with your life? I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not giving you a handheld thing. Well, actually, I mean, you probably feel that way waiting for the show to upload every day. But if you're a subscriber to Chewing the Fat, you know that, you know, there's a new show Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday. There's always, you know, there's new stuff on my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat as well. You can follow me on social media, Twitter at JeffyJFR, Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Parlor. And, but most importantly, subscribe to this show, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay. There you go. And you can choose whatever platform you want. You can choose, like, if you're listening right now and you're not a subscriber, you can choose that platform, whatever you're listening on, to become a subscriber. Or you can choose a different one, like, you know, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify. But most importantly, subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Okay? Oh, new, no, new, new, I can't even speak. I'm so excited. New news. <laughs> In Operation Varsity Blues. Oh, yeah. Uh, tonight's episode Love on the Rocks. So, Lori Laughlin and Hubby Amosimo uh, is, uh, you know, they're both out of prison now, and we've talked about that. So, originally, uh, and some of the Operation Varsity Blues cases are still ongoing, and, and we'll, you know, I'll, have to do a, uh, I'll have to do an Operation Varsity Blues special soon just to break down where everybody's at uh, since it's, you know, been a while. But originally i saw the the headlines and i saw some of you sent me some stories you emailed me some stories at chewing the fat at the blaze.com and let me know hey they're in trouble marriage is uh, struggling and they you know and i thought eh, the marriage isn't struggling that's just bullcrap hollywood gossip she's you know she's been home he finally got home from prison they got the family together and times have been you know times have been tough the last couple of years for them so, you know, you can understand why, you know, it may be, you know, a little bit of a struggle right now. Well, 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 uh, it looks now that they are looking to leave Los Angeles. They just bought the new dump, remember, in Hidden Hills, California. So they're looking now to move to Idaho. And according to this, they're looking to move to Idaho so that they can work on their marriage. Oh, they can start anew and work on their marriage together as the whole college scandal has taken a toll on both of them as well as their marriage. 
<laughs> no kidding. I will say that. No kidding. But I, you know, the reason that tonight's episode was love on the rocks. You know, I saw this darn headline yesterday, and the first thing that popped into my head. This is how my mind works, and I'm, you know, welcome to the mind of me. And I, and I thought to myself, love on the rocks. Which is why tonight's episode of Operation Varsity Blues is Love on the Rocks. But the love on the rocks. You gotta have the comma in there. But uh, then I started thinking about that stupid Neil Diamond song. Love on the rocks. I ain't no surprise. Pour me a drink and I'll tell you some lies. I could not get that song out of my head. All yesterday afternoon and evening, I woke up this morning and I thought it was gone. I drank my coffee. It's 3.30 in the morning. I'm getting ready to go in and do Pat's show. And as I'm taking a shower, love on the rocks. I ain't no surprise. Pour me a drink and I'll tell you some lies. The entire morning. And yet here we are again. I'm driving it into my head again. Love on the Rocks. And it was all because I saw the stupid headline about Lori and Mosimo working on their marriage. And it got me to thinking about tonight's episode, Love on the Rocks. Cannon. <laughs> Operation Varsity Blues Love on the Rocks I'll tell you one place where love is not on the rocks And that is in Jacksonville, Florida So the NFL draft started uh, yesterday For those of you listening live on the 30th of May, 2021 uh, Jacksonville and Urban Meyer, their new head coach uh, Chose former Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence as their number one draft pick overall. as the number one pick of 2021, Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback from the University of Clemson, as uh, you know, as their first draft pick goes to Jacksonville. Then the story talks about how Tim Tebow is trying to make his NFL comeback, and he tried out at Jacksonville as a tight end because there's no point in Tim coming to Jacksonville as a quarterback you would think, right? So he's going to just try out as a tight end. Urban Meyer is going to give Tim Tebow a job until they both are dead. I mean, it's just, there's no way that Urban Meyer is not going to give Tim Tebow a job, period, working for him. So Tim Tebow gave him what? Two, three national championships at the University of Florida? Yeah, I know. Only two. Stop it. It should have been three. But uh, he won the Heisman Trophy and he won the national championship twice for Urban Meyer. So he will be on the payroll in Jacksonville. I count on it. He's either going to be back up to Trevor. He'll be a tight end. He'll be Trevor's right-hand man on how to deal with Urban. He'll work out. They'll talk schemes, whatever it is. That's a good move. That's a smart move on Tim Tebow's part. Staying in Florida, make a little extra cash in the NFL, be with this man Urban. You can count on that happening. No doubt about it. In some entertainment news... For those of you that were all excited that Jennifer Lawrence uh, is pregnant, <laughs> I saw the big headlines, Jennifer Lawrence pregnant with first child. Uh, no, uh, no, she is uh, not. It's just, uh, it's a rumor and it appears that uh, it is not true. That rumor has been going around for several months now. Uh, Jennifer is not pregnant, man. She's not going to get pregnant. Jennifer Lawrence. No way. She cares too much about herself right now. I know she's married and she's got, you know, she's all in love now with, uh, with, uh, what's his face? You know, uh, Maroney, right? They, yeah, they're, they're all in love. So, uh, you know, I know they're married and everything, but Jennifer uh, cares a lot more about herself. 
than she does to have children. Anyway, uh, Britney Spears, uh, you know, we talked a lot about her conservatorship and what's going on and her dad. Apparently, uh, she's going to show up in court in June to deal with the conservatorship herself. Wow. So that'll be a media firestorm. You get that. I mean, you're talking about the judge said a June 23rd hearing for Spears to speak to the court. Wow. So about the conservatorship. So we'll see how that goes. But she's going to be asking judge. Uh, I just want to, I want to be able to take care of my own money. All right. Good luck. God bless. And uh, Elton John, of course, uh, in the news uh, after the Academy Awards, because, uh, you know, he's he's got his big uh, Academy Awards. He's an Oscar winner. In fact, I think he has a couple Oscars. I, I mean, if oh, I got to look that up now. Hold on. So according to this, he's got five Grammy Awards, five Brit Awards, including Outstanding Contribution to Music, Two Academy Awards, so he's got a couple of Oscars, two Golden Globes, a Tony, a Disney Legends Award, and the Kennedy Senator Honor. The only thing he doesn't have is an Emmy. He's not an EGOT winner. Oh, man, we got to fix that. Elton John, he's got to be an e- on the EGOT list. We've got to make that happen. He has to get an Emmy. That has to happen soon. So anyway, he's having his, uh, his big party, his AIDS Foundation viewing party. And, uh, you know, he's got the co-host, Neil Patrick Harris, is there. And during a commercial break, apparently, he said that this is a pain. Uh, It's agonizing, this year's ceremony. He wasn't happy about it. And, you know, I mean, it was one of... This year, we had, what, the worst numbers ever for viewing. Anthony Hopkins, the best actor winner, had to deliver his acceptance speech on Instagram the next day. Uh, We had the story of uh, the one... um, Marcus Mumford said that he and his spouse, Carrie Mulligan, apparently kept one of the lampshades from the line tables at Union Station. Oh, how cool is that? We had Glenn Close's Da Butt rendition. And so Elton was like, ooh, yeah, no. And he said that uh, he, he was commented as saying, uh, it's more fun when you're there, but this is the only way we could do it. And then he said... And it looks like they're coming from a Starbucks somewhere. Oh, that hurt. (laughs) You got Elton John saying, hey, you know all that money you spent on the Oscars? Yeah, it looks like you're coming from the Starbucks. Wow. That is like a kick in the groin, man. (laughs) But you might as well. You kick them when they're down, right? Congratulations to CEO Alex Karp from Planter. Uh, you know, you know, planter, I mean, they're the software corporation that builds softwares that lets organizations integrate their data, their decisions and their operations into one platform. Well, the CEO, Alex Carp, he earned a little bit of cash this year. So in August, a month before planter went public, Carp was granted 141 million options. That vest quarterly. Those awards resulted in a total pay package last year of $1.1 billion. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good year. Uh, His salary is just a little over a million a year, but made over a billion with the stock. Uh, Yeah, that's a, that's a good year when you're having a, when you're making a little bit over a billion years. I mean, Amazon posted its biggest profit ever. Speaking of rich guys. Uh, biggest profit ever last quarter. Twitter, ooh, Twitter shell shares fell 10% after missing user targets and offering lower guidance for the current quarter. Ooh, Twitter going down a little bit. Jack, better pick up the pace a little bit, baby. Endeavor, the owner of sports and entertainment assets, including the UFC, gained 5% in its trading debut. Uh, Elon Musk joined the board. That will help a little. Disneyland reopening today. For those of you listening live on the 30th of April, 2021, Disneyland is opening in Anaheim. Yay! I mean, wear a mask and social distance, and we're only going to let two people in. But we're open. We're open for business. 
and Volkswagen is in trouble because they're being investigated by the SEC, not the Southeastern Conference NCAA SEC, but the SEC, the Security and Exchange Commission, over its Volkswagen April Fool's debacle. I mean, come on. That's why Elon bashes the SEC all the time. Agonizing. And congratulations to Disaster Girl. Uh, You remember the picture of the little girl way back in 2005? This little girl, Zoe Roth, her dad took a picture of her looking evil into the camera and there was a house fire behind her so it looked like she was standing there and and had started the fire now she you know has always said oh my gosh no i didn't but it was a huge internet picture craze for a long long time she just sold that picture it's a non-fungible token now it's got a unique digital signature it's allowed to be sold as a piece of art almost five hundred thousand almost 500,000 she sold it for 180 erythrium <laughs> so she sold it for you know digital digital money using a digital non-fungible token so congratulations to disaster girl for cashing in on a picture that dad took way back in 2005 i got to start looking at some old photos and getting those uh, getting those digitally stamped for the future so that at least someone in my family can make a little bit of cash. That's probably not a bad move for you either. Uh, you know, as you're th- looking at some of those old photos and you think, wow, that's a great shot. Get it, get it stamped, man. Get that, get that thing marked right now so it belongs to you, so that you own it and no one else. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying good news coming to a city near you soon you're gonna have to have your vax pass i know you thought what i'm gonna have to have a vaccination pass yeah uh chicago is gonna roll out its vax pass so the vaccinated can attend summer concerts now i will say as agonizing as that sounds at least they're going to allow, you know, they're saying, hey, let's get back to normal. If you got the vaccine, get back to normal. Instead of treating it like you got the vaccine and it's still not normal and you've got to be treated like you didn't get the vaccine. They wonder why the vaccine numbers are going down. That uh, has a lot to do with it, right? The vaccine, people not getting the vaccine isn't because they're afraid of the vaccine. Although, you know, I'm sure the pausing of the johnson and johnson vaccine had something to do with the whoa hey what's wrong with the vaccines and they paused it and then they didn't they started it back up again in what like less than 10 days or something like that and they said yeah it's fine well why did you pause it then anyway i mean we know about the blood clots i got it i know why they paused it but they didn't seem to fix anything or they just said yeah ah you'll be fine don't worry about it so you know If you believe that the vaccine is going to help you or you need it, get that vaccine. Get it. I'm real close, by the way. Uh, The way I felt last night, I was reading stories about, uh, you know, the coming uh, doom of COVID-19. If someone would have come to the door, hello, yes, uh, we've got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine here. I would have said, give it to me right now. But nobody did come to the door. So, you know, being the lazy person that I am. Uh, you know, I didn't go out of my way to find a place to get the shot today, but I'm close. So I'm, I'll let you know if it happens. But in Chicago, the health minister stressed that uh, the forthcoming pass is not a vaccine passport. Wait, what? It's not an app that businesses check before patrons can enter. What? What, what is it then? Well, it's similar to city passes that give residents discounts, free admission to museums, and let them skip lines to city attractions. Oh, oh, okay. Isn't that like a vax pass then? Oh, no, no. It's just that if you've got the vaccine, you're going to be able to, you know, attend events that are only open to people who are vaccinated. But isn't that a vax pass? No, we're not calling it that. I just, <laughs> it's just stupid. Just call it what it is. It's a Vax Pass. (laughs) It's going to go hand in hand with a Vax and Relax plan 
that they're having uh, through Chicago with partnerships with barbershops and salons to encourage people to get vaccinated. So at least they're offering something up to get, you know, back to a normal, and I use normal in, you know, quotation marks and parentheses, however you want to put it. But, uh, you know, at least, you know, giving you an idea that, hey, if you've got the vaccine, you can go do this stuff. Now, it doesn't say that if you try to get into these places without the Vax Pass, ooh, no. But you probably will have to be, you know, hosed down and wear a special suit. So coming to a city near you, I know there's plenty of places, Florida and Texas said, we're not doing that. We're against the digital proof of vaccination. You're going to be against it, but some of these companies are going to be saying, well, you can, we'll give you 50% off on Tuesdays if you have the vaccination, if you have your Vax Pass. So, okay, give me the Vax Pass. <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. The Vax Pass is coming. Guaranteed it's coming. So then I saw where, you know, they're talking about now how people are having these long-lasting side effects from COVID-19. You know, you get COVID-19 and then you have uh, lasting side effects. Uh, I saw where uh, Trisha Yearwood was saying that she still is missing her sense of taste and smell. And she got it uh, about eight weeks ago, something like that. She said that it was really weird that uh, Garth Brooks, her husband, uh, made her coffee. And I'm like, I love you, but this is weak coffee. <laughs> and uh, it was just that she lost her taste and smell. That's why she was diagnosed with COVID. And she joked about how uh, now it's made eating different because she can't taste or smell it. She, uh, she said she feels like normal people now. Uh, they eat when they're hungry. <laughs> I don't know about that, Tricia. I have no idea about something like that, man. Because most people in America, uh, when they're hungry, they aren't really hungry. They're like American hungry, right? But she still has her Food Network show, too, Trisha's Southern Kitchen, which apparently in her cookbook, and she explained now that uh, she uh, now cooks because she loves to cook. And she asks Garth, you know, just tells me if it needs more salt and pepper. So... I mean, she's, you know, using Garth as the, uh, you know, the, the fall guy. Uh, okay. I mean, whatever. But, I mean, we're looking at how it changes people in the long term. And I know eight weeks isn't really long term. But then I see the study that talks about how COVID-19 changes genes in human airway cells long term. Oh. Okay. So, a new study found that the infection caused changes to genes in the human airway which according to them could help explain you know those who suffer from long-term coronavirus symptoms so if you have been diagnosed with COVID-19 you know perhaps it's going to affect you in other ways whether you're actually feeling the full effects of the virus or not so it's uh, going to be good times. And I started, you know, I talked early on in the show about India, man. So many countries are back on fire again with the double or triple whammy new variants. So just, you know, they're going to find a way to try to lock us down again. You can, you can take that to the bank. I mean, wear a mask when you go to the bank, but you can take that to the bank that they are going to try to shut us down again, especially if it would seem that if we haven't stopped travel from these countries that are on fire, I don't know, like India, and we're allowing uh, all these people daily to cross our southern border and come into the country and move them around the country that haven't been tested and could possibly have the virus, it would almost seem like some people want that to happen wouldn't it you know one quick story before i go i saw you know we've talked about it before here on the show about the mcdonald's ice cream machines being down and we talked about the app that this guy has invented that you can track when and where the ice cream machines are down so i see this uh, youtube video from a johnny harris 
who has uh, 1.23 million subscribers. And this particular video, the real reason McDonald's ice cream machines are always broken, already uh, has over 5 million views. I watched, it's like 30 minutes long. I watched the whole thing because I wanted to know. It's really fascinating. And it kind of shows in the end what you kind of knew why the machines are always down and what appears to be why the machines are always down. So he goes into it and he delves into, you know, Hey, the machines are breaking down. It seems like they're, you know, they're always down and they're down quite a, you know, big percentage of the time. So, you know, a a quick recap of just know that, uh, uh, the machines are made by one company and all the, all the fast food places are made from the same company. But the McDonald's brand ice cream machine is a separate machine made specifically for McDonald's from this company. And this company and McDonald's have been together, I don't know, forever. In fact, I believe their corporate headquarters, if I remember right in the video, are across the street from each other. I'm sure they're in the same neck of the woods. But they have a deal with each other. And it seems like, you know, they are exclusive to McDonald's. If I have a franchise, I have to use this company. I have to use this company to fix it. And, you know, they talk about uh, how the franchise owners are like, just when it's down, call the guy. So they've made it so nobody else can fix it. Nobody else. I mean, if you if you you have to use it and nobody else can fix it but this company. And so it's just a big uh, reach around for both companies to make a bunch of money. And we have to suffer because that means the ice cream machine is down longer than it should be. And that, my friends, ticks me off because now I want, I mean, how many times have you, and I'm just saying that using this as an example, say you're driving home from work and you just want to, you know, you feel like you need something cold. So you do a quick drive through at McDonald's just to get a quick you know, dollar, dollar twenty-five ice cream cone at McDonald's, and there's a couple of McDonald's where you learn that uh, some afternoons there's a separate person working and they make the cones a little bit bigger. But anyway, uh, and then you pull in and you, uh, nah, the machine's down. Sorry. Oh, that just breaks my heart. This breaks my heart when you pull. I mean, when when you pull through the drive-through and you just want that quick ice cream cone for a buck and a quarter or buck 50 or whatever they are now. It's been quite some time since I've done that. And, uh, since I was driving back and forth to work every single day, there are, uh, two quick drive through McDonald's that I can go to on the drive home. And it's just a quick, quick little jump. Boom. You're into the drive through quick ice cream cone. You're through the line, buck and a quarter. You're out. And you've got the ice cream cone for the drive home. So, It's really frustrating when those machines are down, isn't it?